0: tim curry i mean this
1: guy always goes hard though tim curry goes hard Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
0: And I'm her little brother, William.
1: And it was Will and Kristen in the basement with the microphone.
0: <laughs> <Damn laughs> no, no, it's fine. It. You
1: nailed it. Perfect joke. Well delivered. God damn it. We are talking about Clue. That's right. Yeah. The movie from 1985 based on the board game.
0: Yeah. I Will. I, I'm, I'm excited too. I think a lot of people, this might be like the death game. This is the, the, the classic. The,
1: Depends on how old you are.
0: I suppose that's true. It, it goes back to uh, the 40s. There's mm-hmm. one Cluedo clue.
1: Right. It's called Cluedo in the UK.
0: Yes. Evidently in the UK. And we've got a big UK audience. Mm-hmm. So
1: hello, everyone. We've
0: got to ride this line, I think. Cluedo in the UK because uh, obviously the word clue is in it, which connotes some form of mystery. And Ludo, mm-hmm. which is Latin for "I play," right? And it was changed for the uh, American and Canadian audiences because nobody over here knows Latin, right? I guess Latin is bandied about relatively frequently enough In- that it made Cluedo like to me. Clue is like almost like a perfect title. Clue. It's fabulous.
1: I don't know. Right I mean, point. did everybody in the UK get that? They were like, oh, yes, of course, it's Clue and Ludo, which is the Latin for I know.
0: All I can go by is what I read and what perhaps our UK audience might send in.
1: Right. No, I know that that's what it is, but maybe they didn't know either. Maybe they're just like, okay, it's called Cluedo. Yeah, the same true. way that we just be like, sure, it's called Monopoly.
0: Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Although uh, I'll give you a little, another little tidbit about early creation of clue yeah the original name that <laughs> when it was invented so it was during world war ii anthony e pratt came up with the game he, he liked i guess there were a lot of like murder dinner party things uh-huh um, but with the war going on he was like let's make a game yeah out of this and so when he came up with it he worked with his wife elva uh and they called it murder exclamation point I mean also right to the point. Which I think is awesome. Yeah, like, I don't Murder. I don't dislike that at all. It sounds like it's like such a presentation. Exclamation point really makes me think of somebody popping like, up and going like, Hooray, murder. Yeah,
1: it's fun. Which it's I think scary is very fun.
0: Yes. What I love scary fun. I know. This is the name of our company. Yes, Kristen. We revealed it, actually. We had never (laughs) revealed it before that Kristen and I started a company. We revealed
1: that we have an LLC. I don't think
0: people know that. But what do they care? What might it suggest that we have our own company? What other things might we want to do under that banner?
1: Sure. I don't know. I would just think, oh, it makes sense if they have a Patreon, that it's a good way to work that.
0: Maybe that, too. (laughs) Anyway, our company is called Scary Fun. Yes. So you actually, if you now look back, you'll see that I use the phrase "scary fun" everywhere when I talk about our show. I just love it. But so, uh, yeah, murder exclamation point! The entire thing was like this board game is predicated on that cozy mystery vibe, yeah. like an Agatha Christie novel, yeah. which it was also inspired by. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like, and then there were none. Yeah. Bunch of characters in a mansion. Someone's dead. One of them must be responsible. go how do we figure this
1: out yeah it's like a process of elimination game basically
0: yes do you think of this as being like a kid's toy or do you because i almost think about clue not that i play it yeah i don't think i played clue in decades i
1: haven't either i got clue the video game and then i started playing it and then i got bored Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, Modern Clue is
0: a little different from Clue Clue.
1: Yeah, I haven't played in a really long time. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it
0: is for kids. I don't know. I think of it almost the same way that I would think about like like chess or checkers or something, Uh which I think might be a little weird to some people. Uh, To me, it's like... I don't know. It's a very thoughtful game. of. It's
1: logic based. It's logic but based. But it's also just kind of chance and process of elimination based. It's not difficult.
0: But it does require the little the gray, little gray cells. cells.
1: It does. So yeah, I guess I guess I just think of it as a board game. You do? I don't really think of it as a kid's game in particular. Although I did play it when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I definitely played it as a, as a kid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so what's your history with the movie Clue?
0: But the movie Clue, I mean, I... <laughs> Unless, do you
1: have other Clue game things to talk about?
0: Oh, I have a lot okay. of Clue game things. I have some very funny revelations about the game itself.
1: Okay. I, let I me wanna, not step on it. Go no, for it. No, because
0: I do want to talk about the movie, obviously. I think right. the, the movie is like, you don't think about Clue as a franchise. Yeah. Right? You think of Clue as a board game and that one movie, which is like the jewel in the crown. Right. Right, certainly. Um, But weirdly, it is a franchise. Mm -hmm. It is a rather deceptively large franchise.
1: Okay, tell me.
0: I know that, like, uh, I think I did this with Blair Witch too, where I'm like, people think of the Blair Witch as being like a movie or a a handful of movies, Mm -hmm. but it's really like it's books and it's this and it's blah blah blah. So many different things. It's every different kind of medium. Right. Well, over over the course of what would this be? 80 years, just about. Clue has become almost everything. Uh huh. It's a, a movie, a TV show, a reality game show, yeah. which actually Chrissy and I will be looking at on our Patreon this upcoming Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the board game itself uh, has gone through a number of changes over yeah. the years. So uh, I'll just quickly reiterate. Okay. In its classic sense, Clue is all about Mr. Body, who was killed. Mm-hmm. And now all the different... Suspects are going to investigate the, the mansion. And in the board game, you're playing as one of these characters, theoretically, as you try to figure out who done it. And so they are Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, although he's known as Reverend Green literally everywhere else on the globe, it seems. Yeah. Colonel Mustard, Professor Plum, Mrs. Peacock, Mrs. White. Um, and they had a few other names that didn't make the final cut. Mm-hmm. These are characters that were planned for Cluedo. But were dropped or eliminated. Yeah. As Wikipedia. Right. Deftly says. Mr. Brown. Don't laugh. Talk about eliminated. <laughs> Mr. Gold. Miss Gray. Mrs. Silver. Mm-hmm. And there are other, there are weapons. So everybody, every game is like, you know, Mr. Body was killed. Yeah. Um, who did it? With what murder weapon? And in which room? Yep. And so here are the potential weapons. A candlestick, a dagger, a lead pipe, a revolver, a rope, or a wrench. Mm -hmm. Which those are also like, to me in my head, those are like the murder weapons that exist in the world or something. Yes, totally.
1: Yeah, they're the signature murder weapons. It all
0: comes from Clue in my head. Yes. Uh, But there were other weapons planned that didn't make the cut, including a bomb. Okay. You'd think you'd figure out the room pretty, yeah, Yeah. immediately. Uh, A syringe. Okay. This one made me laugh. A shillelagh. (laughs) God. <laughs> that just wouldn't work for an American audience at all. It's like no. a walking stick. It's like it's a, an
1: Irish like walking stick that you'd beat somebody with. Yeah,
0: beat their shit up. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> a, a fireplace poker, an axe. Okay. And poison. Yeah. Which I almost think it's weird that poison didn't make it. I know. Cut.
1: Poison's so classic, especially for like a whodunity kind of thing.
0: Exactly. It's one
1: of the I would say it's one of the more popular. Uh, weapons for a whodunit,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's not messy. And so, essentially, because of all of these, you know, different variations, uh, six suspects, six weapons, and nine possible rooms of the mansion on the game board, that makes a grand total of 324 possible configurations, right? So, likely, almost every single time you play Clue, it's going to be a different. Person, mm-hmm. murder weapon, and room, which keeps it fresh to play yeah. constantly. Uh, but to your point, it's just like a game of elimination. Everybody gets a card. Mm-hmm. Three cards are placed in an envelope. Yeah. A person, a weapon, and a room.
1: Right. So you are, you throughout the game... Cards are distributed throughout the players, and all every card you get is one of those, and if you've got it, then it's not the murder weapon, the room, or the person, obviously. Yes, so you mark so it you off. So you just keep
0: marking off what you've got. Here are the things I know it can't be, yeah. therefore, whatever is left is the person, the murder weapon, and the room. Right. Which is why I think it's actually kind of clever. It's like a logic puzzle yeah. game that you play with each other, but you're playing with other people who might lie and stuff. Right. I think that's super duper fun. I wonder if kids even play this. Today.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's no like idea. out of I
1: know that there's a new version and it like it it all looks different. You know what I mean? They're like all yeah. Yossified.
0: Yes, I have that. Yeah. I have that by the way. Uh Mrs. White is out.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
0: Mrs. White is not part of the modern game anymore. Okay. Hello, Dr. Orchid. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've seen all that. All right. And then we've got uh just unnecessary additions as well. Miss Peach. Monsieur Brunette, Mm -hmm. Madame Rose, Sergeant Gray slash Inspector Gray, and they'll change the professions Uh sometimes. So like Professor Plum, at least in, I know for sure in a comic book, he's like a tech bro. Okay. So he's like a professor, but like he's like got like a PhD in being like a badass Mark Zuckerberg type. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I mean? So So he's insufferable. Yes. Uh They keep trying to update these characters when, weirdly, the appeal is in them being from the 40s.
1: Totally. (laughs) The total
0: appeal is that they're out of time.
1: I know. I know. It's so silly. Now, those names that you just said, I think they introduced those in, like, the 80s because... Um, the Clue VHS game yeah. that we Which had we when we were kids, Will has here, and we played on an episode of the Netherworld Dispatch, those characters are present. Yes. So they were integrated like mid-80s.
0: Yeah, I think Yeah, I think it's a muddy timeline of mm-hmm. when some of these additional characters floated in and out. Yeah. But for sure, it appears that Mrs. White is no more. Okay. Dr. Orchid is now the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a million variations because this was a very popular game, including... Clue Junior, yeah, Clue yeah. Junior is not is it's like all bait. They look like Cabbage Patch versions, like on the <laughs> box art. It's like a Cabbage Patch version. They
1: murdering each other. Of
0: Colonel Mustard, yeah, it's not murder. Way back when, it was about finding missing pets. Clue oh, Junior, but okay. there's a modern Clue Junior that's different. Who quote.
1: soiled whose diaper in
0: which room? I think Miss Peacock soiled Mr. Green's diaper. Yeah, I <laughs> think do you... so too. It's all crossed. That's part
1: of the mystery. Oh
0: my goodness. How
1: does one do that?
0: How did she do it? Uh-huh. Now listen to this. This is yeah, from That's the... a
1: Mind Trap question.
0: You're right. Mind Trap being the cassette game that Kristen's referencing something we talked about on a different show.
1: Well, but we've talked about it a bunch in <laughs> fair, general. Fair
0: enough. I was going to explain it. So this is from the sales documentation. This might be from the back of the box or just from the Amazon page. I'm not sure. Mm. Quote, a character has mistakenly placed an item in their backpack. Oh, no. So who So <laughs> who but I, For a junior mm-hmm. audience, it's like it wasn't even intentional yeah right the crime that was perpetrated Yeah, you
1: have to make it so so gentle. super safe yeah the kids these days yeah i know uh
0: get ready for my everybody's... rant about <laughs> modern kids oh uh, it's a
1: woke clue
0: i bet you've never heard someone rant about that before yeah uh a character mistakenly snowflakes. put an item in their backpack and another scenario a volcano has erupted in the lab
1: wow like a baking soda and vinegar volcano
0: yes Yeah. yeah uh there's also a modern game called clue conspiracy hmm. which seems to be dressed up for like the modern like card gaming audience okay. where it's all about roles you play mm-hmm. so listen to this quote after the death after the death of body black okay at tudor mansion you decide to lay low at the elegant black adder resort okay which i think might be a reference to white lotus
1: Oh, maybe. I mean, when did that come out? Do you know?
0: I do not know. Okay. Who can you trust? It seems like some people have cards that are like, you're a villain. Villain, Play yeah. a villain throughout mm-hmm. the game. So you have to sort of like guess who everyone else you're playing with, like what role they're playing. Right. Um, which famously, I asked mom, there's a story in our family that our dad used to tell. Our dad was like really into mysteries. He's probably why we played Clue as, as kids. Probably. Not that it was unusual to play, but. Uh, yeah. So he He used to tell a story about how he'd purchased this like murder mystery game that was incredibly involved and super detailed and supposed to be really fun to play and rewarding to play and He brought it over to uh our grandfather's house, uh-huh, so our mom's parents' house and dad. You know, we're in bed. Kids are in bed. And so he's like, now we're going to play the game. Yeah. So he gets out the box and he starts to explain all of the copious amounts of rules. And everybody who's there is supposed to be playing a different role and stuff. And so he slides them a card that he doesn't know yeah. uh, what's on it. But so he slides to like grandma, grandpa, mom, everybody's role. What I don't know this doing. at all. And it's like 45 minutes to explain the rules. And then Grandpa goes, It says that I'm. Oh, yes, I do. He goes, It says that I'm the murderer. Right. And it totally ruined the whole thing. And That's everyone right. just started laughing. And Dad never got to play the game. That's right. I do know that. I, I tried to ask mom what it was. And there's just there's no knowing, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it's But lost like, the time. this like mystery game vibe. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Clue conspiracy might be that. Yeah, maybe. Sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, there are a thousand different variations where it's like clue scooby-doo clue
1: uh-huh
0: they just like jam other characters yeah yeah so in scooby-doo clue mrs white needs scooby and the gang's help after some other people have been abducted mm. which is very scooby Dooish ish that yes. someone's been taken away there's a disney villains version with like uh ursula and cruella Deville, mm-hmm. and Makes the threat sense. there again is not murder but someone stole the magic uh-huh. <laughs> gotta find out who took the magic <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah it's funny. uh
0: this one's weird the office clue, which is who killed Toby Flenderson. Oh, weird. So Toby is dead. Michael. Michael. Yeah. He hates him. Well, on the box, it says Michael has assembled everybody to find out who killed That's Toby. That's so funny. But killed is in quotes sometimes, yeah, implying huh. that this is like one of Michael's schemes where he just is like roping everybody into something, yeah. But it's not always in quotes. Sometimes Weird. it's presented as if Toby might actually be dead. What does this mean? I just have no idea. We'll never know. <laughs> but also, Toby, in fan theory world, was believed to have been a serial killer. Yes, within the universe of The Office, right. the Scranton Strangler. So. <laughs> Maybe he faked Sprint, his death sprinkler. to get away with it. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then I thought you'd appreciate this. This is the last IP-based one that I have to share with you. hmm Golden Girls Clue.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Now, what do you think is at stake in Clue the Golden Girls? Did somebody, like, steal the cheesecake?
1: Is that what it is?
0: I'm going to have a heart attack.
1: Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> How in the world... How in the world
1: is central to the golden girls
0: who ate the last piece of cheesecake? It (laughs) says in my notes, because it says it on the goddamn box.
1: Yeah, but cheesecake is their thing. They sit in the kitchen and they eat cheesecake and talk
0: about stuff. That's their thing? Yeah. <laughs> There's, the show is about more than cheesecake.
1: I know, but it's like emblematic of the show. Do you remember when I bought those? It's a shock. Before there was Etsy. Do you remember I bought those little altars on eBay that somebody had crafted? I had a Golden Girls one and a Strangers with Candy one.
0: Yes, I do remember that.
1: The Golden Girls one had a little cheesecake on the altar. Wow.
0: I... Strangers with Candy one had a needle. I am blown away. <laughs> yeah. I am blown away that you plucked goddamn cheesecake.
1: No, I'm telling you, it's not hard.
0: Okay, all right, yeah. if you say so.
1: Well, I gotta tell you, I thought what you were about to say because we um, we record the show live every Wednesday on YouTube.com/slash at pod at seven o'clock Eastern, and in the chat right now, Choi T just said that there's a Riverdale
0: clue. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I think that it's it's like a. Um, it's like what Monopoly did. Totally. Yeah. You just kind of like, I don't know how it works,
1: but yeah. You use Different promotional
0: things. License properties, money exchanges, hands, and right. then you've got a thousand different variations of Monopoly or Clue. Yeah. Like we had Batman and Robin Monopoly mm-hmm. yeah. and all the little tokens are little Batman related tokens. Yeah. So for every time that Clue gets licensed, all the little murder weapons become central to the IP. So it's like a That's little fun. thing of Scooby snacks or whatever. I wish there was like a Seinfeld Clue. Oh, I mean maybe there is. Maybe. If I'm being Be honest, honest, I mean yeah. who the hell knows? I'm I'm gonna look it up. But there you go. That's <laughs> that's the stuff that's about the board game itself. Yeah. Uh which I thought was at least uh, mildly interesting to take a look at. I think it is. Um I love totally. that it was originally called murder exclamation. I do
1: too. Will and I also loved to um play this computer game, like super rudimentary game just called sleuth.
0: Yes. Yes. So, Sleuth. I. Oh, Sleuth is outstanding. Mm-hmm. This is an old DOS game yeah. on computer. I've actually streamed this.
1: Mm-hmm. We did it a, together. A
0: lot of times. Mm-hmm. After even we played yeah. it together, I, I just would stream it periodically. Yeah. And it's just like very simply, like a little character examines a little floor plan to solve a murder. I love it's so fun. I love these murder mystery games. Like there it truly is like the definition of a cozy vibe.
1: Yeah, it's the best.
0: Uh Seinfeld Clue oh. does exist.
1: Okay. What are their weapons?
0: Uh it looks like uh, JFK's golf clubs. <laughs> Okay, I think a wizard tip calculator. Yeah. Uh, the really strong shower head, or probably a low flow shower head. Yeah, uh huh. If I had to guess. The cigar store Indian. Uh huh. Can of beef Reno Great. Jerry Seinfeld's microphone. I don't know what this is. It I looks like a little pin.
1: It's Yeah, like a pin or a nail?
0: I'm not sure. The
1: thing that comes to mind, and it's way too much of a deep cut, I don't even know why I know it. It can't be this, but I'll just say, because I already brought it up. Um, George is like dating his unemployment office lady's daughter to try to like keep his unemployment going. Yeah. And uh she ends up breaking up with him because he has no job and no prospects. And he says that he just had an interview and she's like, Oh, you think I'm gonna stay with the guy because he can sell me a box of nails? Because he was gonna oh, work at the hardware store. That's
0: interesting. Here I've got It can't be that. I've got the back of the box, which I, I think might lend some Oh, a festivist poll.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Of course
0: it's a festivist mm-hmm. pole. Um the big salad. Down. Um
1: yeah.
0: oh it was a label maker, not the uh the wizard.
1: Oh, Label Baby Jr.
0: And the the statue that George thought uh, got stolen or whatever. Huh? Remember Jerry High? this is like a season two thing. Uh-huh. It's like Jerry has a cleaning person and they think that he took a statue off the oh,
1: mantle. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh
0: so here's Oh, okay, so Jerry Seinfeld. This is weird. Okay. One incriminating newsletter, six suspects, nine infamous Seinfeld locations, nine possible weapons. Newman's at it again. (laughs) This, this This is a weird premise, everybody. This is a weird premise. Newman's at it again. This time he's written an inflammatory newsletter containing embarrassing stories about the Seinfeld gang. And is threatening to distribute it on his postal route all over New York City. None of the suspects are going to let that newspaper leak. So it's up to you to find out who knocked out Newman. (laughs) So Newman's not dead. He's been knocked out. He's just knocked out. out. Yeah. What weapon was used? I wouldn't want to be if Newman was dead. And where are the missing newsletters stashed? Okay. So here are some examples. Did Kramer knock Newman out with the label maker and stash the newsletters at the Chinese restaurant, mm. or did Jerry silence Newman with his microphone and hide the newsletters in his apartment? The suspects only have eight hours to hand over the newsletters, or Newman will call the police. Except he's knocked out. Yeah, so right. So something seems amiss. Well, what can you do? But here's here's the the newsletter is. It's called Newman's, Newman's News, News, first issue. George Costanza caught double dipping. Here's a cover story. Is Jerry Seinfeld a quote, nice man? <laughs> Stories of marble rye theft and deportation point to the contrary. And then a shot of Kramer in his hot tub in his apartment says Cosmo Kramer's secrets exposed. I guess he's the one who found that tape. I guess. <laughs> he's the one that had that comedy <laughs> store tape. It says it must have been him. A As, sordid tale of mooching smuggling and arson uh david putty is a movie stealer peterman stole kramer's stories and elaine's is cut off i have no idea what it says <laughs> um okay so seinfeld clue technically exists okay good to know uh, i'm you...
1: glad that it's out there uh, are you yeah uh-huh
0: it's only 22 dollars. Okay. it's on sale right now it's 44 percent off i'm fine I'm, I'm, I'm happy to know that it's just around there are only three left in stock i'm still okay you're running out of time
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean it's, it's it's silly you know
0: it on could the, be here within five days
1: on the real housewives of atlanta reunion sheree whitfield put out the she news which was basically the newman news and it was just trashing mostly candy burris
0: yeah, that's, what, what, so
1: don't worry about it somewhat one person out there knows mm, what i'm talking about too
0: late i'm worried about it <laughs> <laughs> i'll definitely think about that beyond right now the she news yes
1: okay um, okay
0: let's talk about the movie let's What what's your history with the movie clue kicks
1: ass it does kick ass love the movie clue loved it as soon as I like, clapped eyes on it um I don't know I feel like
0: I just saw it on tv I feel like it was on comedy central like every day it was it was it was endlessly on television all when the we time were kids. yeah in and... fact I watched it with Allie and I still know all of the commercial breaks oh really right like I yeah when when Colonel Mustard goes Just checking. Two dead bodies. Everything's okay. Definitely. Like commercial break. That's where the commercial comes in on Comedy Central. Yeah. I I feel the rhythm of all the commercial breaks still because of how much I watched this goddamn movie.
1: Yeah. No, it's the best. So it's an uninteresting history. I just love it. Do you know. And yours. Are you
0: aware of the fact that some people really don't like it?
1: Yes, and I hate to tell you, I'm sleeping with the enemy.
0: (gasps) Ryan doesn't like clue. No, he doesn't. What does he think of it? He just doesn't like it.
1: He he didn't watch it with me for this round, but he's not a fan.
0: Really? Yeah. He doesn't like the I think if I
1: remember correctly for him It's a
0: smarmy film.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think if I remember correctly for him, the same way we'll say that like some movie makes us sick. Yeah. Like Clue makes him not feel good. Okay. It's that kind of thing. It
0: never stops moving. No, it never stops. Characters are yelling and running and talking simultaneously. Yeah, and talking over each other. Yes, uh, and the wordplay. My God, the wordplay.
1: It's it's nonstop. It is. So I can understand how for some it would be a headache of a movie. Kind of. I'm almost surprised it's not for me, but maybe it's just the subject matter. If it wasn't a mystery, I'm sure that this kind of pace, I'd be like, yeah, ah.
0: Yes. Because it's almost like 20s esque dialogue. Yeah, it's a it's farce. Like, Hold on. You dizzy dame. Come over here. Come over here. Come over there. No, come over here. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh my God
1: right but luckily the mystery is enough to keep me more than that but like i think that that's my my way in and then right. like the actors are really good tim curry forget about it michael mckeon huh I leslie know. ann warren yes the,
0: it, the the cast is absolutely it's stacked incredible yeah uh madeline Kahn, oh. eileen brennan michael mckeon leslie ann warren christopher lloyd yep as professor plum a lech. Uh, and, Oh uh, Professor, Professor Plum, Plum's not not bunch. Christopher Lawyer. No, of course not. As far as we know. No. Um and uh and yeah, hell yeah. Tim I know. Curry.
1: Um, did you know that Carrie Fisher was originally supposed to play Miss Scarlet, but she went into rehab Right before they were supposed to start shooting, and she initially said, she called them, and she was like, hey, I'm going to rehab, but I still really want to do this. I've arranged with them where it's okay that I leave for work or whatever, but the studio was too concerned insurance-wise. Yeah. So they pulled her and hired Leslie Ann Warren, who was Carrie Fisher's friend, Oh. and like it was all okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah.
0: But it it would have been really interesting to see...
1: I know. Carrie Fisher. I know. And also, interestingly, Leslie Ann Warren played Scarlett O'Hara on Broadway. Oh. And she played Miss Scarlett.
0: That's interesting. I know. And then uh, Tim Curry says, frankly, my Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. They said that they just, like, couldn't not say that.
0: Sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. There are some easy jokes, quote unquote. But yeah. it's like the, the the sort of, like, confidence and chemistry of all these performers that really makes the whole thing, like.
1: Definitely. Just,
0: like, fun. Just yeah. totally, totally fun.
1: And also, but just... I was—I
0: can't—I can't say I was familiar with Leslie Ann Warren. It would be fun to see Carrie Fisher, because then selfishly, mm-hmm. I just like—I know everybody.
1: I know. Well, did you know Eileen Brennan?
0: You, well, you you scoff and you look at me quizzically. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry, who played the weird cat lady in Jeepers Creepers? Eileen Brennan.
1: Oh, okay. I don't even remember the weird cat lady.
0: I've only seen Jeepers Creepers like twice. And I shan't see it it's, again. It's uh, two times too many. Yeah, I know. Watch the opening with that truck scene and then never look at it again. I'm not going it's to.
1: Yeah. Uh, but okay. That's cool. I, I know I know her from something. Honestly, it's ridiculous. I think that I knew her as a kid from being on um, fairytale theater. Oh, with really? um, Shelly Duvall. I sure. feel like she was in, in an episode or something. Because I remember seeing her and being like, oh, I, I know this lady. I'm kind familiar
0: of. with this person.
1: Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. But um, that's what's occurring to me.
0: If you'll uh, forgive me. yeah, I want to rewind our conversation for one moment. Please. I said watch the beginning of Jeepers Creepers with the trucks and then turn it off. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say don't watch Jeepers Creepers. Watch Duel Okay. Which was directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, 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 yep. Which Jeepers Creepers pretty obviously was like inspired by right. with the one cool truck thing that I like.
1: I did Watch end up watching Duel that. Duel by
0: a little filmmaker named Little Stevie Spielberg.
1: <laughs> I did. I did end up watching that when you told me about it, like Isn't last it year or
0: whatever. Yeah, it was. It's good. outstanding. It's like a pre-Joyride Joyride.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think Steven Spielberg was inspired by Joyride mm-hmm. when he made. Duel, even though Joyride wouldn't be out for a few decades.
1: Okay. All right. Anyway, so (laughs) this movie was directed (laughs) by John Lynn. But guess what? Somebody else was supposed to direct that. A little somebody you might know as Jonathan Landis. Oh, was originally supposed to direct Clue, hired Jonathan Lynn as the writer. Okay. Then something came up for John Landis, and he was like, hey, would you like to direct this too? Because- Jonathan Lynn had directed before, and he was like, okay. And so that's how that all happened.
0: Okay, that's why all the deaths in this movie were pretend.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Interesting, no?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, what do you mean? I said yes like I understood. It's a very morbid joke. Perhaps. Oh,
1: no, 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 I do know. Perhaps in
0: bad taste, but John Landis, I mean, the first thing I think of when I hear the name John Landis is the deaths on set for Twilight Zone, the movie. Yes, yep. Which was evidently like some rushed production and some unsafe situations with a goddamn helicopter blade yes uh yeah some yeah i don't i don't know enough to know who's responsible or, or what but it's the first thing i think of when i hear. I John don't know
1: Landis. but i mean children died and somebody yeah. was beheaded
0: uh-huh yeah that's um right.
1: not yeah it's terrible yeah so yeah
0: i don't know so dig out of that hole
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who's, who got the shovel
0: i know it's your fault now i'm you have to just deal with the ramifications of what i've said
1: oh no <laughs> um and also another little like casting switcheroo jennifer jason lee was supposed to play yvette oh. the french maid and then she also had a scheduling issue so it went to colleen camp who ended up playing the role and also in talks for it before all that were Julianne Moore and Madonna.
0: Wow. Right. I'm glad it wasn't Madonna.
1: I am too. I feel like she'd be putting on like a very silly voice. Yeah.
0: I can't pretend and... that I know Colleen camp, but I think she's really good in the role. She's and great. Once she walks into it, we're going to spoil clue.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just, we're, just we're, expect spoilers. Gonna, just we're so going to, you know. we're going
0: to spoil the movie. Clue. Maybe we'll save spoilers for the second half of the show, which we'll do. Okay. Sure. But like, I, I think that she's really great as a vet and she's like silly and, and unassuming, right? Yeah. She carries the perfect unassuming vibe. Yes. You never cast you an eye her... of suspicion her way. Ever. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I, I read that she said that she really liked that. Like yeah. you expect her to just be one thing, like the dumb ditzy boobs out yeah. French maid, but she ends up being much more than that. And that yes. was what she liked about yes. it.
0: it was, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. There, there's like a funny and interestingly, like, uh, uh, I don't know. The movie is so self-aware, yeah. but you called it a mystery. And that's the one thing I'm just going to take issue with briefly. This is not a mystery movie. This is not a movie where you can look at it and go like, I bet I know what happened. It almost like deliberately is impossible to make sense of as anything other than a grim, atmospheric murder comedy, which is wonderful.
1: But to them, a mystery is occurring for them. So I don't know that I think that the definition of a mystery
0: is that you yourself can solve it. that's true but it's just it's like a mystery without without any form of answer
1: well you actually have three answers
0: well there's that all right let's 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 we'll jump to to spoilers in just a second everybody but real quick before we get there we want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us hope you're enjoying the show so far what do you think Mm -hmm. we'll leave a we'll leave a pregnant pause here so you can respond wherever you may be (laughs) i like it says person in car Great. Um, If you're enjoying this show, please consider spreading the word. I would love it if you wouldn't mind writing some uh, posts on Facebook or Twitter, which I'm going to keep calling Twitter.
1: Yeah, uh, I know. I think everybody is
0: Instagram stories tag us at GTTU Pod. I love to see that stuff. It mm-hmm. makes our day. Yeah, it truly does. And especially if you're enjoying what you're listening to, go check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash GTTU Pod. Multiple tiers, different rewards. The best of all of them is that we have a second podcast that we release every. Single Monday. So if you join the demon tier, you're getting twice as much Guide to the Unknown every week as anybody else in the world. Yeah. And the most recent episode of the Netherworld Dispatch is episode 131, The Hungover Games.
1: <laughs> boy, oh boy. So we looked at spoof movies of The Hunger Games since we talked about in the, that in the last Guide to the Unknown episode. And they stink. There's the hungover terrible. games, which is a very strange, I was about to say mishmash of the hangover and the hunger games, but it just seems like the hangover is really just our way in. Yes. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's really it's, kind of a mix up. Of it, the it, two. They're not
0: even making fun of the hangover. It's just no. like guys that act like the crew from the hangover.
1: With a guy who does a really good at helps. A
0: really good at Elms. Really surprising. But the Zach Galifianakis guy, this is puzzling, goes, I got this new air freshener. Uh Uh-oh, it says on the back, may teleport you to dystopic futures, future dystopias. And that's how they get to the Hunger Games is through an air fret. It's garbage. It is not, it's not a movie.
1: No, and then there's also the Starving Games, which I think is
0: even worse. Right, right. But only the Hungover Games has Jamie Kennedy. (laughs) And has him three different ways. Yeah,
1: it's starring Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy, and Jamie Kennedy. Like, he's one of the clumps.
0: Yes, you're right. He ain't no damn clump. No. So we watched clips of that. Not my clump. I had to, uh, through my own fault, we watched a Red Band trailer because I was curious. (laughs) And I ended up, it took me me hours upon hours to censor that episode.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Oh, my God. It was like, I I made my bed. I had to sleep in it. I know. There were lots of uh,
1: titties in it.
0: Yes, it's true. Didn't expect it. And puppet wieners. Yeah,
1: oh, that's right. More yeah. than
0: you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check that out. <laughs> I mean, I guess. What a sales pitch. Uh, <laughs> go CSB in pain is really the sales pitch on that. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. And because it's episode 131, whatever you sign up for, you're almost guaranteed to get a ton of episodes instantaneously. Oh yeah. No access. matter what
1: tier you're going to get a lot of them.
0: Now also on Friday, we did what we called our demon drive an mm-hmm. evening live stream. It was super fun. We yeah. had, I mean, dozens upon dozens of people playing games with us talking back. It was awesome. It was great. Thank you so much. Everybody who came out the replays on our Patreon right now as well. But on that stream, we unveiled something new, mm-hmm. you know, cameo, the service cameo. We're not on that. No, but if you go to patreoncom slash pod, you can go to our little shop. Yeah. Where you can get a jump scare.
1: It's a cameo, but it's it's just our version of it. So you can either sign up to get one of us individually for $10, or you can get both of us for $25. So check it out in the listings for those. We have all of the details, but it's a cool, fun thing if you'd like to do it for yourself or to ruin somebody else's day.
0: Hell yeah. So uh, do it. Let us jump scare you in your Mm -hmm. your life or send a a congratulatory, celebratory message to somebody. And I do, of course, have a review. This one comes to us from Franon, who says, Don't know what took so long to review, but I love this podcast. Uh, <clears throat> I subscribed to the Guide to the Unknown podcast sometime in the winter of 2021 and never stopped listening since then. Will and Kristen are amazing. I love the huge, 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 huge array of unusual topics spanning from the paranormal mythology to just plain old weird stuff. Most of all, I love the banter between Will and Kristen and their relationship. They're extremely relatable and definitely hilarious. There's a lot of vulnerability and geniusness. That's so nice. They feel like friends I didn't know I had. Seriously, give it a listen. Five stars.
1: That's so nice. Thank you so much for that. That's a really sweet review. And thank you to everybody who's left us a review. It really means a lot. It really helps the show, as you probably know, if you listen to podcasts. And yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Okay. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So let me tell you a story about me. Life is busy and life is complicated, right? So I go about my week and I work and of course I prep for Guide to the Unknown like crazy. But, you know, I've got a family and I've got a kid. And so throughout the week I accumulate, you know, these, these little things, little anxieties, little worries about, you know, work or, or, or family life. And the real problem is that all of these little things, they add up which is exactly where therapy fits in. Talking to a therapist gives me an opportunity to say exactly how I'm feeling, get it off my chest, and especially say it to somebody who's got the skills to help me make sense of everything, dust myself off, shrug off some of these little things, and get back in shape. So if you're like me, if you've had these experiences, if you find yourself picking up all of these little nagging insecurities throughout the week, go give BetterHelp a try. My favorite aspect of it is that it is 100% online. You can do chat messages where you're DMing a therapist. You can talk over the phone or you can speak face-to-face through a video chat. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GTTU today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-T-T-U. Okay. Yeah. So back to Clue, and we're going to be spoiling it now, as we all recall.
1: Yes, as we recall. As we recall.
0: As we recall. As we recall. So the entire point of Clue, the movie, eventually drives like any whodunit, any any uh, murder mystery mm-hmm. drives toward. All right, there there have been deaths. Who done it? Right. Who did them? And so they reveal. By the end of the movie, there are are six deaths. I think so. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And Tim Curry is, you know, brilliantly laying out the the master plan. He's running everyone all over the mansion to reenact the events of the murders themselves.
1: Tim Curry is basically the master of ceremonies in this thing. He is the butler of the manor. Um, His boss, Mr. Body. Yeah. Has been killed. Yes. And so now he has to, because these are like guests of the house, now he has to figure it all out.
0: Weirdly, he's almost like the host of the movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, It's like it's a game show and he's the host of the game show. Yeah. Because as the butler, like we see him first arrive to the mansion Mm -hmm. and get things a little bit ready and check on the cook and check on a vet. But then when the guests start arriving, he's like, ah, oh, welcome, welcome, please go in this room. So he's doing what butlers do. Right. But this will continue throughout the movie as he'll be like, everyone, everyone, quiet, please. Here's what's going on. Here's the stuff you need to know. Now let's go to this location.
1: I mean, in groups, there's usually somebody who kind of ends up taking control, and it's him.
0: It's, a, it's, it's...
1: He has a natural personality for it. He is... He is at the house. He's like he lives outstanding. He is incredible. So he and the director... um. Have known each other since childhood.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And that might be part of the reason why there's such not that, you know, he no, know. doesn't give his all all the time, but there's yeah. like such a comfortable right. jovial.
1: He's apparently known quality. Jonathan Lynn since one of them was
0: 12 and one was 14. Okay. That's yeah. that's really that's Isn't that interesting. Nice? Yeah, that's it's yeah. very nice mm-hmm. and explains. Maybe. Potentially some of the, the vibe because Tim Curry. I mean, this guy always goes hard though. Tim Curry goes hard. You know what's weird? I don't think I've seen that much Tim Curry stuff. I haven't really either. I've seen, the but big no matter
1: ones. what, he's always given it, isn't he? he? Is.
0: He's outstanding. I've seen one of my
1: favorite Tim Curry things is I haven't seen the whole movie, but The Worst Witch. I think that's what it's called. The thing that that clip is Everything from. Anything can happen on, on Halloween. Halloween. It's genuinely so fun to watch. It's incredible. My friend Mike reposts it every halloween um it's Has this anybody song seen done. my tambourine it's this insane song he's some sort of like lauded wizard man or something of like a school he's like and, the
0: dumbledore of a witch school i think
1: yeah and uh yeah he he flies into the air and all these children are like running to like see his halloween display it's weirdly sexual as he almost always uh, is he's Tim not Curry. He's not in Clue, actually, but in like every
0: other property, he is.
1: Like I always not in Home
0: Alone too either. Thank God, <laughs> that would be surprising.
1: You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So maybe maybe not everything,
0: but often, often. Often.
1: I remember he has a very menacing sexual presence in the Annie movie. That made me so uncomfortable.
0: That talk about a movie that makes you feel sick. Sick. No, I do not want to see Annie. I would never want to show that to my daughter. No, no, keep her far
1: away from uh, that.
0: Disgusting.
1: I watched it. I wouldn't say it's something that I watched a lot when I was a kid, but I watched it sometimes because I did like the music and stuff. But whenever it got to the part where he showed up, he's rooster. He is Miss Hannigan's brother and he comes over while like she's she's in the bath or something. It's all weird. He's like a grifter brother. And seriously, that's the point of the movie where I would sometimes be like, okay, I'm done. Like like in Ferris Bueller, when they get to the city, I'm done. I don't need any more. It would be that kind of thing for me.
0: Yeah, I I, I just I I, I always hated Annie. I always hated those goddamn songs. The (laughs) sun will will come out like it's it's obviously (laughs) obviously it's a nice message. Yeah. But how many times do we need to hear this song? I know. As a kid, I remember that song playing in almost everything, Absolutely. everywhere for some reason. It we was were like unavoidable.
1: Eden dated with the sun will come, up to, or it, come out tomorrow.
0: It was a nightmare.
1: It really was. But I did like other songs from Annie, so I'd watch it. And then pretty much when Rooster shows up, it's getting too dark for me as a yeah. kid. Off.
0: Yeah. I, Laser I,
1: disc out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only know Tim Curry really like, like Rocky Horror, obviously, yep. where, I mean killing he, it I, man i have a real fondness for rocky Horror. yeah and he's incredible mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing yeah obviously pennywise yep um w- uh, I'm, that might be I about it for me to be honest i've never seen the darkness where he's the devil no i haven't either no that, that literally might be all i know really
1: i think because i've seen clue like 30 times i feel like i've seen a bunch of tim curry movies but i haven't no i've just spent I've just a lot seen of time him with a lot him. yeah, yeah.
0: He's outstanding. Yeah, he's outstanding. The best. Mm-hmm. And uh the the entire vibe of the movie, the murder vibes in this movie, yeah, I think are like just about goddamn perfect. Cause it's so The vibes are immaculate. It's all silly overwritten wordplay. Yeah. Where it like I there's one that was like there's one thing where he says to to Miss Mrs. White, he's like, you know, that was certainly zipped up. You zipped that up. And she's like, well, the only way to handle a man is through a zipper. And it's just like, yeah, like not all these things are rat-a-tat-tat. Yeah. And not all of them work for me. Yeah, of course. But to some extent, it's almost like you sit back and just trust because it's a good time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But when they start getting into the deadly stuff is when I think that it really... Clicks Mm -hmm. so the entire conceit now is all of these people have been brought to Hill House, and I want to say that it is like 1945 or something, which maybe Maybe, is like the year that the Hill House. New England, 1954, I inverted it. Okay. Um, But so they're all brought to the house under pseudonyms. So they're not really named, you know, Colonel Mustard. That's what you'll be known as tonight.
1: Right. To ensure
0: your anonymity with the other guests.
1: With the costuming, obviously, at first, the studio was like, oh, well, they should be wearing their colors. But um, Jonathan Lynn was like, no, they specifically should not be wearing their colors. Because they don't know that that's their pseudonym until they get there. Interesting, yeah, yeah. So, like, Miss Scarlet is wearing green. Like, it's it just is... Not of
0: import, basically, in a way. I do, I do like the idea that they they use the names but explain them. They mm-hmm. contextualize them as pseudonyms right. because when Mister Body shows up, we find out that he's a blackmailer mm-hmm. who has been blackmailing each and every one of them. Yeah, and that's why they all have a motive to want him dead. Yes, he even gifts them with the murder weapons. But his bizarre gambit is Tim Curry, Wadsworth, the Butler.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is going to. Uh, bring all this out to the police. Yeah. And so you should all kill him unless you want your secrets exposed. Right. So Mr. Body thinks they're all going to want to kill Tim Curry, Mm -hmm. but he shuts off the light to give them time to do it in classic murder mystery fashion. Yep. Everything goes dark. Someone screams, lights come on, there's a dead body. Mm -hmm. Well, someone killed Mr. Body. Yeah. He's lying there dead on the floor. And now they're all trying to figure out Everyone's trying to cover up. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Right. He was shot. No, wait, he wasn't shot. Maybe he was poisoned and... They're all like riddling it out and it immediately gets panicky. Yeah. Over the course of the night, Tim Curry keeps saying like, everyone is here for a reason. Everybody Mm -hmm. who comes to this house, who's at this house right now, is involved in this conspiracy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, other people start knocking on the door and there's like a a motorist shows up.
1: Yeah. Singing telegram.
0: Singing telegram. A cop who shows up. Mm -hmm. And it turns out they are also part of this big conspiracy as well. Yeah. Every single person at the house is contrived to be there by someone. Right. By Mr. Body, presumably. Who
1: was it? By the way, Mr. Body was played by a guy who went by Lee Ving from the band Fear and the singing telegram lady is Jane, I'm blanking on her last name, from the Go-Go's.
0: Who is also from Bill and Ted.
1: Ah. And
0: played Joan of Arc.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, but so every single person, like the motorist when he goes into... One of the rooms to use the phone. Everyone's just like smiling at him. Yeah, being like,
1: everything's fine. Everything's fine. normal.
0: There are no dead bodies, even though they yeah. keep piling up. After Mr. Body, the cook is killed.
1: Right. So they're just like piling them in a room to just like have them centralized.
0: But so the motorist is now alone using the phone. I and know, we, we linger with him. And it's like raining outside. And he goes, he's talking to the phone. And he goes, the strangest thing is happening. I came here for help. And there's some sort of a strange party going on. And the weirdest part is that one of them is my former and then somebody uses the lead pipe to hang yeah. up the phone and bludgeon the guy to death. Yes. Yeah, and so ass. he never says enough to reveal who the killer is. Right. But it's like, oh my God, he's part of this as well. Yeah. And that vibe, like they really do go from this like rat-a-tat like 50s wordplay Mm -hmm. to murder feeling. Yeah. And it works for me so well.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, the atmosphere is completely perfect. I feel like a part of it is the setting. Like, obviously, no doubt, it's the actors and everything. But the house is perfect looking, the outside, that it's raining, all of that stuff. And so the setting was also important because everything is shot just in this one house. It's not a house. It's a set. But a set that was all built on the same lot. Okay. So rather than most movies and TV having to be shot out of sequence, because like, let's say that you have a nightclub you're shooting at and part of it happens in the beginning and part of it happens in the middle of your movie. You're going to shoot all of those scenes at the same time. So right. you're going to be shooting. I should have said the beginning and middle. Let's say the beginning and end. Sure. So you're going to be shooting the beginning and the end first, and then you're going to shoot the middle elsewhere, whatever. So it's, it's not it's all location.
0: You, you, you focus on locations,
1: right? So then you don't get to shoot your movie in sequence because all of this was all together the set they were able to shoot this movie in sequence so they Uh, went through the beats as they happen in the movie and i wonder if that also adds a little bit of a natural feeling to it and kind of especially helps because there is such that like retta tat tat wordplay sort of thing it's less confusing because they got to shoot it all the way that it's going to be seen order
0: yeah and it makes it come off like a play Mm -hmm. it's totally like it makes that house feel like a character that you like start to get the floor plan of it in your mind Mm -hmm. and even like the tile work in it is supposed to look like the spaces that you traverse in the board game like it it feels like a place it feels like a real place to me yeah and it it all it feels seamless it really feels seamless here's
1: something that michael mccann said about it um he said that it was quote, it's one of the most fun gigs I've ever had. We were all in everything. It was all in sequence on the same stage in the same wardrobe every day. It's like moving to a small town and you get to know everybody and you have the story holding you together. I love that. So I can see that, like you're I dressed. Love that. It, it's not even like it's taking place over more than the course of an evening. So you always have the same costume. Yeah. Like I would imagine you can be like really in it.
0: Absolutely. Which you know, is so
1: fun. And if you like your coworkers, like how awesome.
0: This is slightly tangential, but I'll bring it back around. Mm-hmm. That quote just made me think. Do you know how Clerks Two was shot? No. I've talked about this a lot lately. Weirdly. Okay. Clerks Two. They didn't have a lot of money. It was like $5 million. Mm-hmm. And they had to. It all takes place around a fast food restaurant. And so uh, uh, the production found an abandoned like Burger King or whatever that was right next to a motel. Yeah. And so they rented the motel to be the rooms for the cast to stay at. Oh, that's cool. So they would wake up, walk to the set it yeah. was right there across the parking lot, right. shoot the movie, go back to their rooms and hang out.
1: That's cool, and like hang out we're with each other on the porch and stuff.
0: Maybe a little claustrophobic. I would want
1: the decompression time from my, driving in the car. I'm even sure if it we would were be all okay. Staying at the same hotel. I yeah. would just
0: need a little alone time by myself. I would have to hope that would be okay if you didn't emerge from your room or something. I would hope. But at night, Kevin Smith would even edit the scenes they shot that day, That's and super in the cool. morning, be able to show them what they'd been making.
1: That's awesome. It
0: just feels like very folksy and very yeah. very tight knit. Yeah, yeah. Now. To bring it back around, because mm-hmm. that's just me talking about like a, a fun movie thing that I like. I mean, that's fine. Kevin Smith did a whole episode of his podcast. I, I, I didn't re-listen to it, and I'm starting to wish that I had. Mm-hmm. Where the entire point is, he's telling a story to his producer, Scott Mosher. He's like, I've got all these DVDs that I buy, and I never watch them. Mm-hmm. So last night, I plucked Clue off the wall to watch with my wife, Jen, in mm-hmm. bed. And I hate it. Ah. I hate that movie. It's one of the worst movies ever made. Incorrect. Like the entire podcast is Kevin Smith talking about how much he hates Clue. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of wish that I went back to, to be able to tell you why, but yeah. I do not know why. Eh. But he's one of the the naysayers, which is fine, yeah. but he's one of the people who doesn't like it, right. similar to one of like the most revered film reviewers of all time, Roger Ebert. Oh. Roger Ebert gave this movie like, I think a two or a two and a half stars out of four. That Uh was his grading system. And his whole thing, he about that sort of like feeling of everyone being in it together. One thing that he said is that, uh, he felt like the cast looked super bored uh-huh. and that because a lot of them are just shouting in unison, <laughs> he felt like sometimes he would just see them, like cast members standing in the back <laughs> of like one of the frames, just bored waiting for their chance to do something because otherwise you're just standing around. <laughs> right, right, so right. Everyone's in every shot together. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was That's an interesting funny. perspective, but one I obviously disagree with. Yeah, right. And I love hearing that Michael McKeon thought that it was very like, Homey and, and
1: yeah, so there's an oral history of Clue that's on EW.com, entertainmentweekly.com. Okay. Um, and there are quotes from him and Jonathan Lynn, the director and writer, Leslie Ann Warren. Um, I don't know if anybody else Jonathan was quoted as this, Nikki, right? People like this, yes. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because also they would contradict each other sometimes, and you could tell that. Uh, and obviously, it's not like it's a surprise, like the um you know, the writer of this would say to, let's say Jonathan Lynn, oh, Michael McKeon said this. And he'd be like, well, I don't remember that and figure it out. So at one point, Michael McKeon said that, uh, during the end scenes, when Tim Curry is running back and forth in that hallway, like acting out and explaining how the murders happened, yeah. he said at one point he was on a skateboard. Like this guy really <laughs> just like was doing it for the paycheck. Like yeah. he was like going for it. Yeah. And then Jonathan Lynn was like, Michael McKenna's a very fun imagination, but like I don't know what he's talking about with the skateboard. That's funny. And then also he said, Another thing that was like that was that Michael McKeon said that he ad-libbed the ending line of the whole movie, which is, um, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife because Mr. Green is supposed to be gay. And then you find out that he's actually like a secret agent, basically, in this whole thing. And he said that he ad-libbed that and that it went well, so they kept it. And then Jonathan Lynn said he didn't ad-lib that like I had in the script. And then in the oral history, it said that after the interview, Jonathan Lynn reached back out to the reporter and said, I looked for the script and I found it. And it is in the script. However, the number of the script or something, I'm not totally sure what it was, uh, means that it's not impossible that we added that into the script so that we actually have like a a voice of truth basically essentially like a
0: transcript like yeah. i have a script for the blair witch project uh-huh yeah. it is not the shooting it's like assembled after the fact right yeah. so he was
1: like so it's inconclusive basically right. yeah, what was yeah, yeah. saying it was really funny um also in that they said that hero of mine madeline Kahn. i just think she is like one of the funniest people like on the planet um she ad-libbed the flames on the side of my face thing which was outstanding so the line was just because they say somebody (laughs) says to her like you hated Lynette didn't you yeah and she's just supposed to say yes I hated her and she said to the director like is it okay if I try to do something and he was like yeah go ahead but let's also shoot it the way it's supposed to be just for coverage or whatever So she started doing it, and the take that's in the movie is actually the second take because the first take she did, everybody started cracking up, and she also broke and started laughing. Yeah. But they loved it, and so like Jonathan Lynn was like, "We're gonna use this." Like they didn't even shoot the thing. That oh, that's was just great. Her saying it is, yes, I needed her.
0: Perfect, and like it's incredible, iconic for good reason.
1: I know it's a it's. I have that bumper sticker on my car so I can tell which car is mine in the
0: parking lot. Wait, is that what you... Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My car looks like every car on the planet. And so I have just a... I mean, not that bumper stickers are weird or bad anyway, but I just haven't had a lot before. Anyway, I have... Flames on the side of my face, bumper sticker, and also Elaine dancing.
0: And honk if you're farting, and
1: yeah, you know,
0: fart if you honked. You've all of the, you've got every <laughs> variation. You're gonna
1: make me honk.
0: Yeah, so I farted. Right. Um. Yeah. And
1: sorry, I just realized another Clue thing I have. Um, a shot from Clue is my banner on Twitter and Facebook. Is that? Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's all of them at the door when
0: I don't know who comes. Wow, you're like a super fan.
1: I love Clue.
0: Do you have a Clue tattoo?
1: No, but. I have thought about that like since I started getting tattoos, and I couldn't figure it out. How like, have one... we not bothered what?
0: to explain your various horror-themed tattoos? How is this possible?
1: I feel like we, m-
0: I don't know, maybe. I'm sure they've come up in passing, but yeah. this seems, yeah, yeah. Like, like something that would be interesting to talk about. Yeah,
1: maybe. But no, I, I've wanted one forever, and I've tried to figure it out. The only thing I could really figure out, and I don't want, is. Um... Professor Plum. <laughs> just like a perfect
0: photorealistic portrait of <laughs> Professor Plum.
1: Actually, I thing about me—I should get flames on the side of my face, like in writing. You know, my friend Mr. Je-
0: Body cocking an eyebrow.
1: <laughs> you know, my friend Jesse does like really beautiful. Yes. Like, maybe I should just have flames on the side of my face. But anyway, um, I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll get just the weapons, like really tiny or something." And then I didn't really want to do that because I don't really just want like a rope on me or whatever. Yeah. I think the itch was scratched when I got the. Um, like pulp magazine, uh, eyeglass. The eyeglass, yeah. Like yeah a very yeah.
0: Agatha Christie eyeglass. Yeah. I um, I've got the tattoo for you. What? So it is the it is the Madeline Kahn posture of flames on the side of my face, where uh-huh. it, like hands are up and she's like, sort of like looking intense. Yeah. And then just fire behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That would be awesome. Okay, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't have any like portraity tattoos, but get to work. I really do love Madeline Kahn, so yeah. not terrible. You don't yeah.
0: know, you have a portrait of a grumpy bear.
1: That's true. Kristen
0: got a tattoo of uh, this That's funny-looking true. teddy bear that looks uh, constantly disappointed.
1: Yeah, it's a teddy bear we, we had at home. It, sat, it was in a, a high chair by our dining room table with a tiny wooden apple in front of
0: it. It was an old antique wooden <laughs> high chair. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's an old antique wooden high chair and then Grumpy Bear frowning. <laughs> wearing a pink dress.
1: It's a red dress that I wore as a baby.
0: And a little wooden apple. <laughs> it just looks angry at the little wooden apple. It was there we, for a long time.
1: We just It was just really funny. Our this mom Grumpy set Bear. it up and uh, it was like emblematic of our family. It was absolutely true. <laughs> so Grumpy Bear with a bunch of um, daisies underneath with the petals falling off because things
0: aren't working out so well. Now that's a mascot.
1: Yeah, Grumpy it Bear. is. I love you, Grumpy Bear.
0: Shout out, Grumpy Bear. Yeah. Um, My friend
1: Jesse did that as well. Oh, Follow, that's funny. Is it... Mm, I
0: can't look it of, up. Look it up. It's worth. It's worth yeah, getting yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't have Instagram on my phone anymore.
0: Oh, look at you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh.
1: Her name is Jessica New I bet if you put that into Instagram, you'll be able to find. She's incredible, and she works in Philly, at uh. God damn it! I'm blanking on everything. Never A mind. place. Yeah, a gorgeous tattoo place that used to be a church.
0: It's at Jesse Fora, J-E-S-S-I-E-F-O-R-A, Jesse Fora. She works
1: at Something Hand Tattoo. Is it in her thing?
0: Uh, true Hand Society? True Hand.
1: Yes, True Hand Tattoo.
0: Yep. All right. I don't work for you, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was sucking up too much time. I still go on it on the computer.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so
1: back to Clue. It kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I was just talking about improv oh, stuff. Oh, flames on the like, side of our face. Yeah, it's incredible. It's uh,
0: it, so th- let's talk about the endings. Yes. Right. Yes. So the entire thing, as you've mentioned, it does drive toward not one singular answer of who is behind it all, mm-hmm. but three separate endings. The yeah. first one is presented like you wouldn't even know that it's an alternate right. or something. So Tim Curry famously is like, and this is like a very murder mystery thing too. Like I mm-hmm. think that. I do think that Hercule Poirot does this sometimes where he's like, let's revisit the events of the evening from the top with the new information that we have. Mm -hmm. And so it's Tim Curry literally running throughout the mansion. Yeah. So if he's
1: talking about like the cook was stabbed in the kitchen, he's not just doing that in the hallway. He hauls ass to the kitchen and everybody follows after him.
0: Yes. And uh, then he goes, uh, now the only way to know who is responsible is that the gun is missing. So gentlemen, turn out your pockets Ladies, empty your purses. Whoever has the gun must be our killer, mm-hmm. and he believes that it is uh, Miss Scarlet, who it is. Yeah. So Miss Scarlet contrived the whole event with the help of Evade, uh, Yvette the yeah. maid, which is why we mentioned that like she's so unassuming at first, mm-hmm. but she is said to have killed the cook and yeah. can done some of the murders, but right. all she's under something the, of a mastermind, all under the direction of Miss Scarlet, mm-hmm. who is then uh, arrested. I want to say. Yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, because I think the whole thing is that he's had the cops outside or something. Yeah. And that guy comes in and yeah.
0: Yeah. And then then a title card comes up and it says that's how it might have happened. But how about this? Because
1: when you play the game, you could play multiple times and get multiple answers. So also, this was a gimmick yes. from the studio. They had the different endings play in different theaters, hoping that people would catch wind of this and go see the movie multiple times to see the multiple endings. That did not
0: happen. It's a big People ask. did not like that. No. Yeah. Now, I am, I'm... Struggling with whether or not I would like it today. My gut is still probably no.
1: I think it's a really cool idea, but it's logistically, I would say, kind of unfair to the audience if you're not. It kind of sucks that, like, you would see the movie, you pay to go see a movie, and then you find out there are a bunch of other endings, but you have to go again and again if you want to find out everything that happened. I
0: I think the execution is is off the Mm -hmm. marketing is off i think the execution of like literally doing it Mm -hmm. it's pretty seamless it's that like there's a cut point as soon as uh uh, as soon as tim curry like turns the lights off or something Mm -hmm. it's like okay now there are three different possible endings yeah and they each could play out seamlessly right i'd say put them all three in theaters but do not label them yeah. Do not say to people, we've got three endings, you know. The last five minutes of the movie are different, depending yes. on if you go to A, B, or C. Just let people watch them all mm-hmm. and then hope that somebody goes, I can't believe it was Miss Scarlet. And somebody yeah. goes, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It was Professor Plum. Yeah. And then they all start going like, no, 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 in mine it was this, in yours it was that. Yeah, just of oh their like mind there...
1: confusion melding things together. Are
0: there different versions? Yeah. Then it would be this like, Cultural thing of like, I can't believe it. It's like the board game, it's different every time you see it. Almost,
1: wait. So, are you saying that they would have all three endings for each showing? No, saying, oh, you're I'm still saying, saying it'd be different. I'm
0: saying, I'm saying, still release because they literally yeah. said, you know, it's clue ending A, right? Clue ending B, and you could literally buy tickets for ending A or ending B. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, still put all three endings out separately. And then just let people irritated. discover that they're different. I think it's kind of cool.
1: It is cool. If this movie, if we were in a world where movies were free to go to, I would say very cool. But it's a lot to ask. I
0: think saying to people, there are three different versions of the movie, go right. see them all, that's where it gets tricky. I think if you just do it no, and let people realize that there it. are three different versions, no. Just enjoy that they're different. You, why do you have to go back and spend more money and get the babysitter again? Just accept it. You saw the one where Miss Scarlet was the killer. Mm-hmm. I don't really, know. I think it's kind of cool.
1: Nah, I, I, I would be aggravated. I'd be like, I, I think it's cool theoretically, but yeah, like, just I keep repeating myself. I would want to know what the deal is, and so it'd be <laughs> annoying that I'm like, oh, I didn't really see the whole movie. Well, here's you know? here's
0: part of the problem is that like none of these endings, mm-hmm. none of the three, yeah, make. Total sense to me. Yeah. So like there is not a there is not one good ending. Right. You have to see all three to have the fun. The
1: satisfaction. Yeah. And also, it helps you understand what the point even is of having the three different endings yeah. because they show, like, oh, it could happen this way, it could happen and that I way. And I love the, And like, you can understand, like, oh, it's because you could get different results from a game. Yes. Having them all three together, like, they aired on TV and, like, they later came out for, like, home video, I think is, like, the best possible way to do it. I couldn't I agree still, more. I'm, it has I so mean, much I character. Love a gimmicky thing, but I just feel like...
0: I do love a gimmick. I mean, yeah. imagine William Castle mm-hmm. being, like, That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Depending on which night you go or which time you go in, you might walk out seeing something different than your neighbor. Seeing something different than your co-worker gives you something to talk about around the water cooler. Like, there's a way to gussy it up. I still think you don't say anything and let people organically realize that there are differences. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I mean, people hated it, and they never did this again. (laughs) So, I don't know. Right, totally. Um, Now, this was also a thing that uh, Roger Ebert, on on, uh, Ebert and... What was, what was his friend's name
1: well it's roper it was roper later what the hell is it siskel
0: siskel and ebert mm-hmm. they both hated this they both hated <laughs> the gimmick and they go and by the way i think we both know which ending is the good one let's just go ahead and say it together they? ending a they both thought that the miss scarlet ending where she contrived the whole thing and vet is in on it uh-huh that's the good ending yeah do you have an opinion I, actually, I do, I do agree with you that I think they all need to, the fun is in having the 1920s silent film era cards say, yeah. but what about this? Mm-hmm. The fun is it's clue. It's different every time you do it. That to me is right. the real ending is that it's all the endings.
1: Right. I don't know if I have a favorite of them. Yeah. I don't think I do. Because
0: they each, I think, have something that bursts the 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 logistics i think yeah. that each of them are impossible in some way
1: they are they are i understand why they make the last ending the one where like everybody did it's it the ultimate because, ending. yeah because yeah. everybody the ultimate the possible man. situation um so i don't love miss peacock uh, i find her greating.
0: Eileen however Brennan?
1: yes that's the role I know! I said I don't like Miss Peacock. I didn't say I don't like Eileen Brennan.
0: She was in Jeeper's Creepers as the cat lady. How dare you?
1: <laughs> I know that it's I know that it's her You sort thing. of
0: remember her from storytime theater, Johnson. No, Leslie thing. Ann Warren is who I kind of remember from Uh-oh. that.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I know it's the character, but every time she's screaming like, ah, ah I'm like, ugh. Yes, Um, yes. However, (laughs) I do like it in her ending where she's, when she gets serious for a second, she's like, good job, Wadsworth, or whatever she says.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly. It's fun
1: to see her get a little steely for a second. She kind of goes
0: like, I'll take it from here. Yeah. uh She gets like gravelly. And then when she goes outside, there's a guy that was like pretending to be an evangelist. Yeah. And he goes, by the way, Miss Peacock. And she goes, how did you know my name? Mm -hmm. And it's like, there is just like, once the killer is unveiled, there is an element of danger that's very enjoyable yeah, to all fun. three of them. It's like Scream. Yeah. Which, P.S. You like? I'm, I'm <laughs> officially unveiling that I like the movie Scream.
1: Me too. You yeah. heard it here first. Is
0: Scream really a movie that you could watch and make a case that you could actually like figure out who the killer is? If we're being honest... Right. Like everybody is sort of given a motive so that they can pull the wool over your eyes and surprise you with the actual reveal.
1: Well, there are a lot of things that on second watch you can notice and be
0: like, yes, it's a second watch extravaganza. I
1: kind of think so. There's nothing that's concrete. It's really just like Billy and Stu giving each other like a million looks and like doing their their own wordplay.
0: But everybody's wearing the boots. Everybody's doing everything. So like when yeah. you watch it the first time, you're totally in the dark. You have no ability to to find an answer. No. But that's why, that's also like, Although, honestly, I mean
1: Honestly, the only thing I'm thinking of that's like, you could just take this and really run with it, even though there are a million things that could throw you off. When they're at the fountain in the beginning, sure, and they have that little like tete- I was to say the little tete a tete about like well you didn't blah 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 totally like you could really zoom in on that and sure. be
0: like that's friggin weird that's absolutely and hang true. on to it yep but but again I think that this almost underscores another thing about Clue to me of like whodunits mm-hmm. ha- have two shelf lives. One is when you watch it the first time and you're and you're having fun, yeah. but also maybe somewhere in the back of your mind you're you're playing along and wondering about all the red herrings and stuff, and then mm-hmm. surprised. And then its second life is when you watch it again and get to see yeah. all the double speak that you missed the first time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clue. When you watch it again, it's because it's fun and entertaining. Yeah. You don't watch it again and go, ah, I see the the mastermind at work. It's not a whodunit. It is not. It's so funny. It's like it's got yeah. the trappings and the feel of a murder mystery, but it's not really a and I know, to your point, like the characters are in a mystery, so it obviously yeah. is a murder mystery. But like yeah. in audience language, like you don't have the same relationship right. to the murder mystery as you do in other murder mysteries. No,
1: it's totally true because there are three endings. That everything preceding that has to line up with all three. With all three. So you're not gonna see. Mi- Well, I guess not really. I was about to say, you're not going to see, there's a bad example, maybe Miss Scarlet skulking around, being obvious that it's her. Right. Um, But because all of the characters are in the end, except for Mr. Green, they are all killers. Like, they could all be acting squirrely. True. And whatever. But no, you you can't play with it that same way.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, But but they're all super fun. And that's why the last ending, C, to me, I think is like the ultimate, even though it again doesn't doesn't necessarily hold up given the other information from the rest of the movie but it's very satisfying
1: it somehow feels not as satisfying as i might want it to be maybe because you've art for me maybe because you've already seen two unveilings yeah it's kind of like okay like we've we've kind of done this and whatever and also i don't always love the and it happens in other things the everybody is the bad guy sort of thing it's Uh a little bit more Um, I just keep saying satisfying. Yeah, it's a little bit more satisfying when there's like the bad guy. Like I just read a book that I did like overall, but um, the murder in it ends up being that it was faked and it was all just it was all orchestrated to make. The suspects essentially think that it happened for this purpose, and it was enjoyable all the way through. But I didn't really love that either. I wanted to hear who the bad guy I know. was. Yeah, I, and I whatever. So I still I think it's a really fun and really smart ending. But I don't super love it.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's super entertaining, and I think it just it uses the premise to the fullest extent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because sometimes when you play the game, yeah. uh, Miss Peacock is the killer. Sometimes you play yeah. the game, it's Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's Colonel Mustard. Well, the final ending, they could just do that, right? They already had ending one is Miss Scarlet, right? Ending two is Miss Peacock, and then when you get to ending three, it's like, well, let's just cover the rest. Yeah, each one of them is responsible for one of the murders.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. And
0: you and the that third one is where you find out that Tim curry is not wadsworth the butler right he is mr body he mr. Is the body was wadsworth the person that was killed they swapped their identities mm-hmm. because you know mr tim curry knew that yeah somebody would end up dead and so right. he made sure it wasn't himself mm-hmm. but and he, he's you know, like, the he one had
1: something on him so he had to do it and
0: it makes sense that he's been pulling the strings the whole time he's been playing everybody like a puppeteer yep And uh, it's fun to see Tim Curry act a little deadly at the end. It's very satisfying. Yes. And then I even just like the idea. And it goes back to just like Agatha Christie Mm -hmm. cozy murder mystery vibe stuff that like you find out like Colonel Mustard is like the motorist was my driver during the war. Yeah. Yeah. And the cop that showed up, Miss Scarlet had been paying him off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yvette, uh, Mrs. White hated Yvette, so she went ahead and killed her. Yeah. And uh, Professor Plum, he, thought he killed Mr. Body.
1: Well, and also he shot the singing telegram girl because it was his patient right. who he slept with.
0: So they each have this complicated like it's almost like you all came here expecting that things would go poorly, and because of that, yeah, uh, you all ended up be becoming killers right you all ended up being the worst version of yourself because yeah. i sort of i mr body i tim curry tur- geared you all up and now you've killed all my informants for me
1: exactly and he so they were all there because they were being blackmailed by mr body who is tim curry and now he's got more blackmail material on
0: them. It's, it's 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 tidy I would say it's quite
1: tidy except
0: even if it doesn't make total sense yeah but then the fun of it is that Michael McKee and Mr. Green, mm-hmm. who uh, the entire time is supposed to be like bumbling, and I do the it, it, the gay joke There's troublesome
1: homophobia in it. Like it's not outright, but it's supposed to be kind of like he's a little like Fey, and like it's a surprise right. that he is an FBI agent because like, when he, he drops would,
0: the act and he's super cop, yeah, it, it like it really underscores like a uh, a, a stereotype. About a stereotype, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I do what I like about the reveal is that the entire time, and everyone's saying this admittedly, but like Mr. Green's, like I told you, it wasn't me. I know, and he didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. He's a cop. Yeah, and he He's pulls. Like, his, see, I
1: told you it wasn't me. He pulls
0: his gun and he shoots Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, every single one of the the, the players from the game has killed someone tonight. Yeah. Because Mr. Green killed Mr. Body mm-hmm. in the front hall with the revolver. Yes. And it's like, it just, it it sticks the it landing. Hits. Every single one of the icons of the game mm-hmm. is a killer. Yeah. And uh, then it ends on the, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife, which is... I think it's stupid, but it's stupid. whatever. stupid. Yeah. But and I'm still not sure if it's like, hooray, he's not gay, or is it supposed to be I think it's, wow, he really fooled us the whole time.
1: I, I think it's that. I think I it's I can't like, tell
0: anymore because yeah, time has time has made fools of us all.
1: It's true. I I yeah, I
0: don't know. I'm not sure. But it, it does end up the
1: last up, line of the Barbie movie, by the way, reminded me of this a little bit. Like just right. Oh, did you see the Barbie movie? I did, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A
0: little a little surprise yeah, like, line sex line a little blue humor line yeah, yeah, and yeah. then just smash to credits <laughs> yeah right you're right i yeah. thought it was barbie, weird in both barbie did pull a clue i agree yeah but you want to get you want to have the audience go like ah and i know like, i totally end up yeah. looking at each other like did you see that did you hear that yeah yeah and then you all clean up your popcorn hopefully and get the <laughs> hell out of there yep um yeah I, I think it's a blast i think the movie's a goddamn blast, it's a blast. and even like there's, there's not, there's nothing much to get into with this but i can't think of another movie where you see people interact with corpses (laughs) and it's like so like kind of like chill the way Uh that it is here yeah they're just like doing what they gotta do it's like you know in home alone when kevin McAllister puts like a cardboard cutout of michael jordan on a toy train yes and it's like going around his and he's like rocking around the christmas tree They have they have Yeah, boom bada ba doomy doomy dang, life (laughs) would be be a a dream. And the cop is walking in, going like, "What's going on in here?" And it's like, <laughs> it's like, I, I think Colonel Mustard is dancing with the dead cook. <laughs>
1: I think you're right, and I think Miss Scarlet is pretending to make out with the dead motorist, and M- Professor Plum is behind her or behind the motorist, making his arms move up and down her body. Yeah, it, it's, and uh, the <laughs> the cop is like, "I don't know why you didn't want me go in this room. It's just a bunch of people
0: having a good time." Yes, and yeah. it's like. Those are corpses, and our characters, our funny characters in our funny story are, like, carrying people by the knife sticking out of their backs, (laughs) closing their eyelids because they're staring uncomfortably. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's so... Yeah, they are quite comfortable with the corpses, you're right. But I, I like that.
1: I know. Like I know. the vibe well, is it adds totally to the, fun. The unrealism of the whole thing. So it murder, makes it
0: more comfortable. Murder as a silly evening.
1: Yeah, because it's not it's <laughs> you know? so
0: unreal. This is murder exclamation point.
1: Yes, you it know? is. Yeah.
0: I wonder if this is called Cluedo in other countries. Oh the I movie. Do too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um now to conclude unless we have anything else. No. To Mm-mm. conclude To um, conclude. Le- to conclude. Yeah. Let's talk about the future, because there have been a few threats. Yeah, I know. A few threats have been made.
1: Yeah, there's something looming, but I don't know. I haven't seen new news about it. No.
0: So are we safe? I
1: think, I kind of think we're safe. I wonder if this maybe fell victim to the pandemic or something. Possibly. Ryan Reynolds has threatened to do his
0: own reboot version of Clue. Hold the world hostage. This
1: doesn't sound good to me.
0: With, I believe, the writers from Deadpool.
1: Yes. I don't want that. Hmm. Uh, you know, whatever, but, um, not for me and I haven't heard anything about it in a long time. So I kind of don't think it's happening.
0: One other. He might be busy with Mint Mobile. He could be. One other detail. Which I is... heard
1: is a great service actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really have. I've heard it's like really cheap and has great. It actually has like good coverage. Ta- yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Coverage.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about their rollover rates? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, one other thing that I've heard about this clue movie is that it might be globe hopping. Oh, Okay. All right. I want Why? Because, because how? Because global appeal. I'm not sure, or yeah, just modern taste. You can't just have a movie set in a mansion. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't want that.
1: No, doesn't seem like something
0: I'd want to doesn't see. Doesn't seem like the vibe.
1: Nah, not for moi not for moi yeah
0: <laughs> uh but there you go so there, there's yeah. a there's a looming thread of clue
1: <laughs> it's on that we will keep you posted on the
0: horizon we'll, yeah. we'll be doing weather reports about clue <laughs> whether or not it's coming in absolutely uh but there you go everybody another yeah. another death game down that this mm-hmm. would be the machination just yeah. to to yes, tidy right. that up the the house is a puzzle box mm-hmm. uh and nobody knows why they've shown up there yeah and we've got our our y mastermind Tim Curry right and if you'd trust the endings yeah. pulling all the strings to make all of these uh puppets dance yeah uh, it's kick ass it, it kicks hardcore kicks major ass yeah
1: go watch it
0: major and major ass was another dropped character Remember oh, I said like they almost had Colonel. M- I think they were what like, we've already got Colonel Mustard. Right? We need major ass.
1: <laughs> and like Monsieur Brunette. Or yeah, whatever.
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, everybody. There Thank you so go. much for hanging out with us. Hope yes. you had a good time.
1: We are going to be back next week to talk about the Escape Room movies. This yeah. is going to be the last episode of Game Tober this I year. I can't
0: believe it. Has it flown for you? It has flown. I think that Game Tober, mm-hmm. for my money, and I know that I've got a vested interest in this. Yeah. I'm having a ball.
1: It's fantastic. With Death
0: Game-tober.
1: And um, friend of the show, Stephanie Gagnon, who hosts the podcast Books in the Freezer, told me that the Escape Room movies are very fun, particularly Escape Room 2 oh
0: i've never seen it i haven't seen either one well i'm excited to talk about that yeah. uh next week so watch escape room watch escape room 2 yep. if you are uh, of a mind to. i think we'll do mm-hmm. the same thing we'll probably do spoiler free ish yeah but we're gonna end up having to spoil it to be able to talk about it properly so certainly go also check listen to out. books in the freezer or get comfy yeah listen to books in the freezer it's about horror books yeah 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 yeah. it's
1: based on the fact that joey when he was scared of a book put it in the freezer
0: that's right we, yeah. we did an episode From Friends. Yeah, you, we... did you do too i think yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. i've done one
1: I think huh, well, I've maybe done well, could suspicious. I've done
0: three? Well, you're just trying to twist that knife, aren't you?
1: <laughs> sure. I know I did yellow jackets. I'm thinking maybe I did like Twin Peaks or something. Oh, I know. It was um God, what the hell is this movie called? It's Grady Hendrix and Oh, Last Survivors. No, uh how long my it best has. friend's that, my best friend's exorcism ah, okay, or something like that. Good. We uh, talked about the movie and the book together. Yeah. When,
0: when I was on it with you, we talked about Psycho, the Psycho books. Yeah, yep. But we still didn't cover Psycho Sanatorium. No, we didn't. Sanitarium? I, I
1: don't know. always get
0: these words wrong. But uh, <laughs> anyway, whatever. Someday, someday, yeah. someday. <laughs> someday. So thank you so much for hanging out, everybody. At GTTUpod, yes. patreon.com slash Pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on, well, you can follow me online at the myth traveler.
1: <laughs> I'm there looking around. I cannot post stories on laptop or do some other things. Yeah, Kristen so. has a
0: jitter bug, so she can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was on dumb phone Reddit cuz I was thinking I was like, oh, maybe I'll downgrade, but instead, I made my phone black and white so it's less appealing.
0: I did that too. Really? <laughs> my phone turns black and white at 11 p.m. Oh, smart. Yeah.
1: I have it just all the time and I took off all social media. Hmm, It's honestly worked out very well.
0: Paying for this thing, are you? Huh? What? Your phone? Wait, what? For 100% of the time, you wanted to not be interesting. Why do you even have a goddamn phone?
1: I don't know anymore.
0: Who am I? (laughs) Who have I become? Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week for uh, scary, spooky games. Ookie gooky. In a a terrifying environment that'll get you killed. Yeah. But until that time comes, we... Must travel back to the netherworld. Go, game.
1: but you better believe I'm playing that switch in full color.
0: I can't wait to get trapped in the escape room. Yikes! I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, we should review movies. We are Roger Ebert and uh, the other guy Gene Siskel. Gene Siskel, yeah, yeah, you're right. Look at us, good for us. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me.